I don't normally do this, and um, the reason is I, I don't normally unpublish episodes just to add something to them, but one of my good f- friends passed away this morning, and one of my coaches that I learned from passed away, Lee Meckerly passed away this morning because of a car accident, and I'm not going to lie, I heard the news this morning and I was shocked because, uh, you know, the guy was in great health, and when I found out it was a car accident, I was sad. The guy spent his whole life in baseball. Uh, he coached this past summer, and sometimes he had better energy than me some mornings. This guy was the first to clock in and one of the, la- and one of the last to leave. I met him up at Penn State Berks last fall, and uh, you know we instantly clicked. He was teaching me and telling me things. And this past summer, the couple times I was in Boyertown, it, he continued to teach me things. So even though I'm not from Boyertown, and I honestly only met him for a year, he was a great man and uh, didn't mind teaching anything, loved the game, and, you know, it's a sad day because one of the great local baseball minds passed away. To Coach Weber, I think, summed it up best this morning in a text message. Great competitor, loved the game, and taught a lot, and it was just, it's a sad day. It really is a sad Sad day for Boyertown. You know, again, I, I wasn't in Boyertown, but from what I heard in Legion, from what people tell me, he was a great mind, taught a lot of good things, and helped a lot of players progress their career in college. And frankly, some of the lessons he taught me about bunning, I'm going to be taking in my life. And it's an honor that I even got to meet this guy. This guy, I can't say it enough, was a classy, classy man and a great guy. And it's Sad that he passed away, and I send my condolences out to the family and everything. And it was, it's a sad day. And coach, I'm gonna miss you, buddy. And uh, I just hope that the impact he made will never be forgotten because he has a field named after him Lee Meckerly Field for Junior Legion. That's how much of a legend he is. And he deserves it. And the guy loved baseball. And from what I heard, I heard he was going to go coach in college somewhere else. He was trying to go coach in college somewhere else when he left Berks. And from all indications, he was going to help coach this summer again from the people I've been speaking to this morning. So it's a sad day. And I just, I'm shocked, but it's just a sad day. So this is uh, the updated edition of the Mets News Podcast. Most, Some of my listeners may not know who this guy is, but I just thought it was appropriate to pay tribute to a Boyertown and Burks legend. You know, the, like I said, he played with a lot of legend, legends himself. Um, from what I heard, he played with Tommy Lasota. From what he told me once, he played him. Uh, but it's a sad day. Or not coached against him, my bad. But it was a sad, sad day. And it's just news you don't want to hear, to be honest with you. But that's all I got. This is just terrible news, obviously. And let's just hear from our sponsor. And that's it. Coach, rest in peace. And just like I always tell you, Stay safe. You never know what can happen. 
It's one fifteen in the morning, and I I don't know what to do here. I this is an instant reaction. The Mets are six games out. Um, West Coast games are awful, and I don't know how long this is going to be. Um, but it doesn't matter. The Mets are in free fall. They they somehow stole a game against the Giants. A couple days ago, they go to play the Dodgers. They have pitiful at bat after pitiful at bat Friday night. And, you know, that. Then today was basically the same thing. I mean, other than Pete Alonso uh, getting a couple hits. And Pete is the only one. Him and Nimmo are the only ones that, other than the players, of course, that, that did not play. Um, they're the only ones that deserve not to get ripped um, because... They're the only ones putting together professional at-bats. I mean, Conforto, I don't want to hear that he's putting together professional at-bats because when it matters the most, he flips his bat when he gets a walk. Why do you flip your bat? You got to walk. You didn't get a big hit. You have no right to flip your bat. That's how you, that's how you know he's having a bad season. Uh, McNeil, what happened? Let me just say this. This team has no approach at the plate. It's like they go up there and they're like, well, I guess we got to swing the bat. And, you know, you throw him a high upstairs fastball that's 95, bye-bye. I mean, J.D. can't hit a fastball to save his life. McNeil can't hit anything to save his life. He throws a temper tantrum on the field. He, I, th- I think he's in like a 2-for-40-something slump, I think Gary said tonight. I know he's 5 for his last 60 or 70 uh, don't quote me on that. It's one in the morning. I know he's two for his last 45. So I, I know I'm right there. Um, but Conforto, you know, you knew this stretch with the Dodgers was going to be tough and the Giants. You knew it. I mean, I, I'd i be lying to you if I said it wasn't going to be tough. What bothers me is the, you know, the pitching. My Sunday's game, my Sunday's game, has held there into the bargain. So is the bullpen. The Mets have just not done anything in offensively, and it's disgusting. It is just disgusting. Because if you throw them an upstairs fastball right now, it's over. It's over. The at-bats are just non-competitive. I mean, last night, I mean, it took them 27 innings to work a walk. It took them three days. I mean, this is ridiculous here. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, Carrasco pitched okay. Uh, I tweeted earlier tonight, what is Carlos Carrasco? And that's because I don't know what he is. And I I just don't know what he is. I mean, is he... Is he old? He's older. Is he, you know, I mean, what do you expect? At least he didn't give up 54 runs. I mean, come on. Guys with 10 ERA. Um, this thing about Jeff McNeil, I mean, I, I want to circle back to him and Davis, and then I'll talk about a couple more things. Then I'll talk about the Mets' future, and then I'm going to bed because covering this team is just a nightmare. Going to school, working, coaching, covering this team's a nightmare. I'm not going to lie. I, I love doing it because I love my audience. But covering this team is a complete and utter nightmare sometimes. And 
right now you're going through that phase and you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Can I just say this? I hate West Coast games. Before we get on to McNeil and Davis and the rest of this crappy team, except the pitchers, I I hate West Coast games. I, I don't, I hate them. You know, staying up till 2 in the morning to watch your team lose sucks. Um, But it is what it is. Just a nitpick. All right, it's Jeff McNeil. Uh guy's a freaking mess right now at the plate. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I don't want to repeat the 2 for 40 slump, but the guy tonight puts together a professional at bat. A pitch that was ball for, but the umpire's garbage, but all the umpires are garbage, you can make the case. I mean, I, I the good umpires, you don't know their names, but I know a lot more bad umpires' names. And he flips his bat in the air and he's cursing and he's blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say the words because this is a PG show. But God, give me a break, Jeff. Come on. Come on, Jeff. Give me a bleeping break. You're not a good hitter right now. I don't know what you are. I don't know if it's your hamstring. You're grounding everything into the ground. You're swinging first pitch when you should be looking at pitches. I mean, Jeff, have you ever heard of taking a pitch? Come on. Take a pitch, Jeff. There's a reason why. And why is he again? This is a criticism of the of the manager or the analytical nerds or whatever they are. The analytical people. I call them the analytical nerds. They tell the manager how to do because the manager, in my opinion, doesn't have the you know what's to say. This is my team. I'm running it because my job's on the line. My contract's up at the end of the season, so I'm running this team. I don't care. Fire me now. That's what I would say. This team is an utter brief ball. Fire me now. Save me the humiliation of, <laughs> of this team finishing below 500. But he doesn't have the guts to tell the analytical nerds who have never managed a game of baseball in their life. Most of these guys that hand Luis Ross the lineup. I guarantee you, you know, Sandy Alderson's different. But Jared Porter, not Jared Porter, uh, Zach Scott has never managed a game in his life. I don't care how decorated he is. He's a terrible general manager. I would not bring him back, no matter what happens the rest of the way. And we all know how this season's going to end. I would not bring him back. But back to Luis Ross. He doesn't have the guts, the guts to bench J.D. Davis. He doesn't have the guts to put Jeff McNeil down in the lineup. But that's no here or there. Um... So he just, he's flipping out. That pisses me off. Jeff, I don't know what's wrong with you, buddy. Your defense is fine, but your offense's approach is complete and utter you-know-what. So Pete gets an RBI hit. He also gets drives in the other end with a home run. Thank God for Pete Alonso. I mean, he's the one consistent guy in this lineup. But I, I hate his positivity of, we're going to figure this out, guys. Stay with us. You're not figuring it out. That's the thing that sucks. And I, Luis Rojas just said on the called strike three in the eighth thing, we probably would have had a different game. Shut up. Shut up. So you would have still lost three to two because Pete hits the chopper. JD, you probably still would have lost the game three to two. I mean, do you trust Dom Smith right now? One for his last 18? This whole lineup's a mess. Quarterbomb, that's his name, should be fired. I don't know why they fired Chili Davis. I didn't like it. I go into the archives. 
I did not like that move. I, I, I don't get it. This this whole core needs to be taken apart. I stand by that. But anyway, JD comes up, bases loaded, chance to redeem himself. He says bad things about Pete Alonso last night. The guy can't hit the ball to save his life. Hasn't hit a, hit a home run for over a month. Has a decent, has a bad at bat in my opinion. Can't hit the high fastball to save his life. Gets a fastball right down the chute and strikes out. Walking. I'm not even joking. Go look at the replay. It was right down. I want to say something else. When I'm coaching, I say something else. Fill in the blank. But I, I say something else, but I'm not. PG show. I'm respectful. I'm polite. I'm a polite guy. So he takes the ball right down the middle of the plate, and that's your game. You knew the Mets were done in the ninth. They went down six pitches. Dom is a mess right now at the plate. Uh, yards and, you know, I can't get mad at him. He was supposed to be a platoon player, and he's been an everyday player. And the Mets are done. And they're six games back. They've lost seven of their last eight. They've had the worst August I've ever seen. This is going to go down as one of the worst Augusts, Augusts in franchise history. Maybe one of the, some of the worst month month in franchise history. You could go with that June in 2018. But, you know, where does this leave the Mets now? They're six games out at the Braves. Excuse me. They have no real shot in the wild card. I don't know where this leaves the team. I don't. I think they're done. I think they're fried. I think they're fried. It's over. I mean, my console meter, as the You Gotta Believe podcast. Oh, my goodness. What did Luis Ross say? This recovery, the the recovery's already started. Well, Luis, you've had so many tough losses, dude. How do we... Does anyone miss Terry Collins? I'm sorry, but it's almost one thirty in the morning. I'm going to go on a tangent here. Does anyone else miss Terry who would rip his players, rip his team, show that he actually gives a flying you-know-what about the fans? I mean, come on. If you're, if the owner can rip the team, why can't you rip the team? If Zach Scott can rip the team, why can't you rip the team? I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, if I was the manager... And hopefully one day I do manage the Mets. I would take a Terry Collins approach to it. I'd take a Joe... Again, that my, my the way I like to manage the team, the Joe Torre way, uh, Buck Showalter way. Uh, who, who else is it? Who, Terry way, I, I said Terry. Uh, I'm trying to think, who's the White Sox? Tony La Russa way, that, that, that's done. You're basically just a mouthpiece. You have the 29-year-old piece. I don't want to get into it. I don't. But anyway, um, the, the team has had so many tough losses. Luis, stop. Where does this leave the Mets now? They're done. They're fried. They're probably going to get swept in L.A. They have Richo going tomorrow, who's been an utter disappointment. I don't know if he's been an utter disappointment. You, 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 you got what you expected from him. So, Whatever. Then you got Stroman going, it's over. The Mets are going to go home to play. the. They get an off day Monday, thank God. And then they go home to play the Giants. And then the stretch is over. But then they play the Marlins and the Nationals, who play the Mets bleeping hard. It's unbelievably 
shocking how hard these teams they roll over over every other team, but they played the Mets hard. The Nationals and the Marlins. The wild cards out of the question. Um I don't see the Mets coming back in this division race. They're two games below five hundred as the Padres just cut the Philly lead down to one. Yeah, so they're six out. I'm going to the wild card standings quick. They're six and a half. They're about to be seven out of the wild card. Seven and a half out. This is done. The team looks lifeless. And it's not even, it's not the bullpen's fault. It's not the bullpen's fault. It's not the starting pitching's fault. Even though you could say, do do I bring up, do I go into Jake? Do I have enough mental energy to go into Jake tonight? Fine, let's go into Jake. Let me finish my thought. The bullpen and the starting pitching, now that Jake's down, isn't bad. It's the offense. They're pitiful. Gary Cohen said a stat tonight that was very eye-opening. The OPS numbers from this team is dramatically down. Take Nimmo out of it. Take Alonzo out of it. McCann wasn't here. McCann's pretty much having what you expected. Lindor hasn't played. You take a look at J.D. Davis... Dom Smith, Conforto, they had OPSs in the 800s, 900s. They're down to Conforto 701, maybe 703 now because he got on base again. Dom's in the 500s almost. JD's in the 500s. Actually, Dom's 604, so he's close to 500. Uh, JD, I know, is in the 500s. What? what? How does this happen? I, I, I don't know. The approach at the plate is awful. They have no patience at the plate. No patience at the plate. And everyone, we all said, when the Mets got healthy, they'd be good. I take that deep breath because they did get healthy offensively. And Bias is coming back, who's another free swinger. And I don't know what Lindor brings. It's got to be better than what we're seeing. Because I'll give Lindor credit. Even when he wasn't hitting, he was still putting together professional at-bats. And he was still a great defender. The best case scenario for the Mets is they find a way to split this series. Atlanta loses two games, or one, and they go home five back. Then you have Baez and Lindor back, and you, 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 you take your best shot. I mean, you have three left with the Braves, and I don't really count the Phillies. I think the Mets could pass the Phillies. I think they did. They could. I always said this was the Braves' division to lose. Maybe not on the podcast. Maybe I said it in the archives. But I have always said that to my dad. I always said it to Gabe. Always the draft expert, and I agreed on it. Um, Coach Weber. I mean, you can the seven line, Darren. You know, we spoke about it. I mean, to me, this was always the Braves' division to lose. And give them credit. They they lost a ton of players. Acuna, uh, Ozuna, Darno, who's back now, but he was out for a significant amount of time. I mean, give these guys credit. But the Mets' free fall is the worst I've ever seen. Now, on to DeGrom. There's got to be something more major going on here. 
It can't be a tiny injury. I'm scared it's going to be Tommy John. And I'll get into it more <clears throat> when um, I'm not as tired. But I'm scared it's Tommy John. And that's really all I want to say right now. I, the inflammation thing to me, he's not pitching again this season. I don't want to see him on the mound. Noah's different because Noah's a free agent. And I don't know if Noah's coming back. But I don't want to see DeGrom pitch. I don't. Not this season. I don't even want to talk about off-season stuff. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later. But, again, the Mets are free-falling. They've lost 7-8. They've had a, one of the worst Augusts you could ever have. Offensively, they're a mess. And I don't know what it means. I mean, Steve put out the tweet, and I'll read it quick from a couple of days ago. And then we'll... Uh, we tr- we we didn't fly three thousand miles for this, is what the seven line just said. Let's read Steve Cohen's tweet quick, and then we're going to bed. And I think this is a perfect way to end the show. And then I'm going to bed because I agree with every word he said. It is hard to understand how professional hitters can be this. Unproductive, period. The best teams have a much more disciplined approach at the plate. The slugging and OPS numbers do not lie. Don't lie, period. I agree. I 100% agree. He, again, ripped his players, not in a bad way, but he just spoke the truth. And I think that's the right way to go. And I think that's a perfect way to end this. The numbers don't lie. The Mets' offense, uh, the Mets' discipline and offensive approach, unless your name is Brandon Nimmo or Pete Alonso, is terrible. This has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. For all my East Coast Mets fans, it's one thirty-five. So go to bed. I'm going to post this, uh, probably do the probably post on Instagram and Twitter and stuff tomorrow. So if anyone's listening to this at 2.30 in the morning, thanks. <laughs> You're a true fan of the show, and I appreciate it. But the numbers don't lie, as Steve Cohen said. The Mets just can't hit. Stay safe, folks. Hopefully the Mets can somehow pull the next two games out of out of their rear end. Let's go, Mets. Boy, the Dodgers and Giants are good. I mean, they're just—they're really good. The numbers don't lie. The Mets are in trouble.